from MPW Digital Network comes Cast Iron Table, the network's latest podcast for foodies. Look at the char we're getting. That that is what we're going for. Oh, isn't that hot, guys? Yeah, let's go with peppercorns. Thank you, because without peppercorns, it's not steak a poivre. <sighs> it can't be. Archer! By, like, definition. Today's show focuses on taste and drinks from the South, as well as some of your questions. I am not chugging beer. I'm sampling a flight of gluten-free German lagers with a French wine pairing. It's called a smorgasbein, and it's elegantly cultural. All right, Randy, you should probably lay off the old vine Chateauneuf de Pub. MPW Digital invites you to come sit down at Cast Iron Table with the Country Club of Oxford's executive chef, Jonathan Oliver, and the host of the program, Chase Parham. How intelligent do you have to be to take a food order? Ma'am, you're absolutely right, and uh, I apologize. I'm going to get this fixed for you right away. Welcome to this week's Cast Iron Table. Special guest today, Greg Jones from LB's Meat Market, joining us here on the podcast. Talk a little sausage, uh, a lot of pork, a lot of seasonings, casings, how to do it at home. Also, uh, what to kind of look for to pair these things. We talk beer and cheeses as well. Really cool interview today on the show. As always, you can check us out on Podbean. It is a Cast Iron Table podbean.com there or if you are an itunes and are an ios user use the podcast app you can search mpw digital that is our uh, parent company for our podcast search it brings all of them up in one place including cast iron table the oxford exxon podcast and more on the site you can also uh, check us out obviously at rebelgrove.com and a new thing this week the amazon click-through link is active on the site if you use amazon please uh Head on over to the Podbean or at rebelgrove.com. It is on the front page of our website on the right-hand rail or on every content item. Click the Amazon link and bookmark it for us. We really, really appreciate that. If you use your cell phone to uh, use the Amazon app, you can click our link, and then at the bottom when you can click your phone, it will allow you to add an app to the home screen, and then it works just like an app. So we'd appreciate that. Again, that link is active on Amazon, and as always, uh, every week here on Cast Iron Table brings different food options to you. Again, a pretty cool interview today. Greg Jones, LB's Meat Market, coming to you now. Greg Jones from LB's Meat Market joining us today. Thanks for uh, the time. We're just going to – I got I brought out the nine-year-old um, attitudes of everybody on Twitter yesterday. As I said, we're going to talk about sausages on today's podcast, but we, uh, we are. We've got a lot laid out in front of us. I, I wish it was one of those deals where we already had the video because we are uh, treated to three types of cheeses. We've got uh, – a lot of different types of sausages to bring you today on uh, on the show. Just kind of how to go through it, how to make it, Jonathan, and then also uh, some 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 ways to uh, kind of include it in some other in some other dishes. Yeah, I'm already stuffed. To be honest. Yeah, we've it's been sitting lot. here eating. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey's doing our producing today. He has not partaked in that today. He's he's only had salad. He said I don't understand how he's not eating this. But uh, Greg, thanks for uh, for being here. We'll just kind of walk our way through this thing. Yeah, well, actually, this is kind of a sausage party you actually want to come to. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> normally, you don't want to come to a sausage party, but this is a type of sausage party you want to come to. Uh, we've got smoked sausage. We have fresh sausage. Uh, we got a little boudin over here also. Um, cheeses. Um, we've got some, you know, Red Hill cheddar cheese, some smoked cheddar cheese. But, yeah, just uh, definitely some good stuff to snack on while we have a good cold beer also. It's kind of good, and this will be something for both of you guys to start. You know, the, the guy that he eats his sausage and cheese plates, and he, he might go grill some sausages he buys from the store and different things, but people just kind of take that next level and whatever. 
how would he go about accumulating the materials? What all does he need just to start, hey, I want to go make some sausage at home and, and, and start that process? Well, first of all, I probably would recommend coming to LB's because yeah. uh, we've got all that sort of thing, you know, and we can guide you towards doing that and making your own sausage at your own at your house. So with that being said, um, it, it's all about what you want to start with as far as m- meat. You know, if you want to do a pork sausage, you want to do a beef sausage, you want to do a chicken sausage. So um, with that being said, that's where you want to go start out first with is what you want to make uh, with your sausage. You guys uh, sell all ground pork? Chicken and beef? Yeah, uh, we have a free-range chicken sausage. We make all our sausage seasoning, uh, our free-range pork. uh, Also, um, the beef um, is prime beef. Um, But, yes, uh, our product is made in-house, and our seasonings are made in-house. So it's. uh, Could I go in there to say I wanted some ground chicken? Yes, just uh, I have – I can do ground uh, pork without seasoning. Um, I can do ground chicken. I can do a chicken thigh for you. Um, as far as like turkey and everything, I don't get asked that much, but you know, I can get it and I can get it taken care of. It's always nice. that you can come in and request things and we can take care of it. You know, there's nothing we cannot do. What, what, what do I do? What am I looking for in, in, in casings and other material other than obviously just the actual ingredients? Well, casings, uh, there's two different routes on casings. Uh, the summer sausage, case, summer sausage casing is a mahogany casing. Um, it's mostly to your summer sausages and your pizza sticks and that sort of thing, pepperoni. And then um, the uh, fresh sausage is um, used, we do an uh, all-natural um, flushed out with um, pork intestine. It's about a 32 millimeter, 34 millimeter. So the as far as the millimeter is, it's a smaller casing. So when you see a hot dog, that millimeter is going to be lower, going to be like 22 route. So our uh, sausage casings are 33 to 34 millimeter. And so that yeah, but what's a breakfast link? What size? A breakfast that? link. It just depends on uh, like what you're what ones. you're wanting to. Probably a 22, 24 millimeter. Um, these right here, these are 34. I mean, th- that's just what we came out with. Uh, we did make a LB's hot dog and with a smaller casing, and it just didn't work out. You know, mm-hmm. so. For the guy that doesn't live in Oxford and whatever, where where is he going to get these cases? I mean, do you have to find kind of a certain kind of uh, store? Are you in online? I mean, where where, where you are you can doing this? You can go at? online. Uh, there's a lot of people that um, you know you can order things. Um, uh, we get a lot of product from Rebel Butcher Supply in Jackson. Um, they ship to us. So um, it, online is a lot is uh, is where you can get a lot of things. Uh, but. Uh, you can come to LB's and say, hey, I'm making my own sausage. Uh, I've got about 20 pounds of meat. You know, how much sausage casing do I need? You know, when, talk Kinda to us about it. goes back to our uh, original, you know, go talk to the butcher. He always gives you stuff. Yeah, you know, and another thing, yeah, and it. that, and uh, whenever you're going through recipes, the first thing is like either Rachel Ray or whoever. It's like go to your local butcher shop, yeah, and they will, <laughs> you know, and listen to them. You know, we can help you out. You know, if you're trying to do something with your own hands and you're trying to create something, it doesn't hurt to ask somebody that does it. I know you used to do golf. You did a little jewelry store in your past. A lot of different things. When you when you got to LBs and. Started working there. What what kind of what was what was the big interest in in food and in you know meat in general and kind of doing this type well, of thing? Well, I've always been around food all my life. As far as being in the kitchen with my grandmother, and as far as uh, you know cooking dinners, you know I've I've always been around food. Um, 
It's uh, the LVs is, is is a really good place. I mean, we we make everything. We put our hands on everything. We can talk to people. You can come in and have a conversation with us about, hey, you know, what's the difference between this ribeye and that ribeye? So it, that that's that's what attracted me to LVs, and that's why you know I'm here, you know, bringing this product to y'all to let y'all try it out. Obviously, we need certain ratios and whatever. Is there from a material standpoint when I'm getting my meat or the fat or the, we, we read through some of these I mean, one's got apples and a lot of different things in these things what what kind of ratios am i looking at in these sauces? well we use uh pork shoulder um as far as fat ratio it's the best one that works out for our sausage it's about a 75 to 25 fat you know ratio to meat ratio um we do a lot of uh cutting on pork chops and that sort of thing so if we add anything it's going to be pork trim it's not going to be any fat so we don't add anything any fat sort of thing if we you know um with the with with that being said um it's the pork shoulder that works out best for us a lot of people like um you know another uh, cut but as far as our product that we use a boneless pork shoulder is time consuming enough to where we can knock it out you know i was and the price i mean it's, yeah it's and, and and i have a lot of people like hey do you have any bone-in butts and um i do carry a couple bone-in butts just for that particular reason but as far as for making sausage time wise mm-hmm. and production wise it, it helps whenever i don't have to pay somebody you know an hour to 45 minutes to debone you know two cases of butts my favorite sausage we've tasted so far is the ribeye sausage i think you said it had sun-dried tomatoes got some mushrooms in it is it is it just is it almost kind of well? There's Hoover sauce in there also. Okay, so, so there why. you go. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, there, I there you go. To tell you about that one, but yeah. yes, there's Hoover sauce on that, and you know Hoover sauce is uh, uh, um, a marinade we use a lot at Lelby's. Uh, we marinate uh, chicken breast. I mean uh, pork loins. Uh, we have a, a boneless pork loin wrapped in bacon that we do cracked black pepper and Hoover sauce. But uh, it's a very versatile marinade that goes on chicken, beef, and pork. Is it just trial and error though, figuring out exactly how much protein versus how much tomatoes or any other fillings? I mean, what, what how does uh, that kind of work? Necessary. Uh, you you start out with how much pounds of meat you're going to uh, to make into sausage, and then adjust from out from for your ingredients. You know, and uh, uh, I. Sitting here looking at the sausage, you know, uh, I've, I've tried all these sausages millions of times. You know, whenever we switched over to making our own sausage seasoning, uh, the original sausage seasoning we were making had MSG in it. So, um, you know, that, huh? got you know, well, it, granted, MSG makes everything taste really yeah. good, but it's not good for you. So, yeah. whenever you walk in the door, you know, I wanted to present a product that. You know, you can't get at the grocery store. You have somebody break out in that, they're not coming back. Exactly. And, you know, so um, there was a solid three-week span where we were, you know, tinkering with the seasonings and everything and trying to get that right and everything like that. So um, now that we've got that officially, you know, taken care of, you know, I can officially say that all our sausage is made in-house with our own seasoning and everything. And that's a big deal to some people. Do you get your uh, like when you do your seasoning? Do you get somebody to blend it for you? Or we do, do a big do batch at nice. a time. Cool. You know, we uh, we started out with small batches, you know, tinkering, tinkering, and finally, you know, got the small batch down, and then we just multiplied to. You sell it. those. I mean, I can, I, I, um, I can, I can sell you some of our sausage season. Yeah, nice. if you come in and say, "Hey, man, I want to make some sausage mm-hmm. and I want to use y'all sausage season," you know, I'll, I'll be glad to y'all. Cool. You know, yeah, for the guy that's doing it at home, I mean, is it? It should he? He should ask somebody kind of what well, how, how that works for us. Yeah, to, that's. Uh, 
I, I was asked, you know, um, you know, how do you, what's the easiest way to make sausage? You're like, well, if you really want to impress your friends, you, you know, you go to LB's and you, you buy our sausage and you say that, hey, man, you know, I, I did this. You know, that's pretty solid. You know, no, not really. It's just a white lie. You just, <laughs> you just come in and you talk to us, you know, because we can help you out with whatever uh, flavor you're trying to do. If you're trying to go with a sweeter sausage, you know, go with that harvest apple, brown sugar, Granny Smith apples. So um, it just depends on what you're trying to do and what you're trying to cook with the dish. Obviously not trying to give all the secrets away, but say you, t- you take that. You talk about the apples and the brown sugar and stuff. Kind of take me through how that process would work. From well, the original harvest apple recipe was uh, brought about of a seasonal beer. Um, we at LB's, we were making the same sausage over and over at a time and just doing the same thing over and over. And, you know, Sam Adams came out with a commercial, and I was like, oh, the new seasonal beer. And I was like, we need to make a seasonal sausage. So we came out with a seasonal sausage, and it just, you know, Granny Smith, brown sugar, that sort of thing kind of tinkered it out and it came out and it's one of our one of our better sellers uh, we we have people that come in and ask for harvest apple sausage we have people that come in and ask for, for ribeye sausage uh, I, uh, we were making chicken spinach feta sausage uh, at the time when I was trying to get here but I couldn't get a link uh, but the chicken spinach feta sausage is really awesome also so what what, what are you looking for when you try to pair it i mean with the cheese or whatnot what 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 is our what what is the goal i guess when these different sausages are being paired with certain cheeses what's the flavor profile to make that match up well obviously the ribeye and the smoky um cheddar is an awesome combination um you know the brown sugar the harvest apple you know that kind of that saltier uh red hill cheddar might be a little bit Mm -hmm. better with it you know you got your salt and your sweet i like Um, to do a couple in there for sure bunch of options it's all about flavor combos of what you're trying to get and trying to accomplish but if you're trying to do an awesome sausage and cheese plate really impress people i would probably go ribeye sausage and maybe that smoked cheddar and that you know uh, that route yeah, the, the smoked cheddar. What, what exactly are people getting uh, in there? Uh, the smoked cheddar is just a, a Tillamook cheese. Uh, Tillamook cheese is in, out of Oregon. It is a very simple cheese. There's only three or four uh, ingredients in it, and uh, it's smoked and it's uh, vacuum. Uh, we vacuum seal it up and sell it. You know, uh, we have smoked our own uh, cheddar at LBs, and uh, it's 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 a tough. It's it's not easy. So messy uh, cleanup, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and a lot of oil because there's yeah. you know the cheese out of the oil. So you know you you got to uh, you know, drain out the oil and then smoke it some more. So it's a, um, it's, it's, it's a difficult process. How many things have y'all tried that haven't worked? I mean, it sounds like you just kind of tinker with all sorts of stuff and well, see what it is. Well, you know, that's probably the fun part of your job. It right? is. It's yeah. very fun coming in and, you know, um, it's almost like – Waking up about the, it at like it's almost midnight, waking yeah. up in the morning yeah. and you're like, all right, so today I think I'm going to do a smoky bacon cheeseburger sausage, you know, and, and we put it together, you know, make a couple patties and try to get that flavor combo that we're trying to provide. And, and we, you know, try to make it, it, it to, to fit that, that what range that we're getting you've had to eat in the last week. You're like, oh, that might be good together. Yeah, Let's for sure. Yeah. I'm just curious. What's the one that didn't work? The What was the worst one? What's the worst thing you did where you tasted it? I, this is not going to sell. This is oh, stupid. Man. 
You know, I wish question. I could give you a, an, a, a solid answer, but we have never produced anything bad at LB's. <laughs> so with that being said, I will probably say uh, whenever. You like all the breakfast sauce, like the blueberry? Well, we're just, bas- we're just basic on the breakfast sausage. Yeah. You know, that harvest apple is going to be our main breakfast yeah. sausage. Or that the regular LB's breakfast sausage, that's going to be our, you know. Um, but I would say um, we, whenever we were tinkering through our making our own seasoning, we had a bad batch, you know, that was a little too salty, and you know, and that's what happened. I had a couple customers come back and say, "Hey, you know, I had a batch and it was a little too salty," and I had to explain, you know, the yeah. the circumstances. But um, feedback's always good. Though, right? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it, it helps. It makes uh, it makes us uh, adjust to what you know yeah. is out there. Did you like the hot dog that you did for a little while? The hot dog was really good. I have a customer that comes in. He's like, hey, when are y'all going to make the LB's hot dog? And I'm like, man. Is it hard to get people to buy expensive it hot is, dog? Well, the thing about it is is whenever somebody says hot dog, they can immediately take it out mm-hmm. of the package and start eating it. You know, it, that our LB's hot dog was a fresh, good meat, you know, yeah. in, in, in the casing. You know, it wasn't, you know, a hot dog is... You know, I don't a lot of things there. put together yeah. in a casing. You know, it's not the things that you don't know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. What's the rule for removing casing, keeping casing on? Like, what, 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 are, you, what are people looking for there? Um, on the casing, we get our casings um, uh, from quality casings. They're already vacuum sealed and salt. They're already um, ready to go. They're flushed out. They are in salt. So we take it out of the casing. We take it and get put it in a bucket, lots of cold water. Mm-hmm clean it out, make sure it's good and clean out all that salt, and then put it on the horn and make sure your salt is You gotta get air bubbles up. out and stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the tool called that you use? It's it's almost, it's just a little ring. Yeah. It just looks like, it's just a little ring and you okay. just roll it through, but yeah, nice. it's uh, pretty cool. I'm just kind of wondering, kind of off sausages for a second. I know a lot of people talk about you guys filet burger, you do at lunch and different things. You know, you, you think about just a hamburger, everybody goes, you know, a little bit of fat. You know, normally don't think filet as far as going with that. What was kind of the inspiration behind going with that as one of your big Well, the filet burger stuff? is actually filet trimmings. Right. That whenever we trim out our beef tenderloins to cut, and um, we grind that up, we season it. We season it with um, black pepper, to, um, Tony Satchery, and Sizemore steak se- uh, seasoning. Mm. It's out of Grenada. It yeah, was that's a, good. Um, so, and I, it, it's crazy. I, I, I can't make enough filet burgers yeah, to keep Yeah, he brought me some happy. a couple weeks ago. You know, and they were, it, it, I'll have a I'll have a, a suburban full of kids come in and they'll open up the door and we won't have filet burgers and it, the pictures on their faces it's like, <laughs> I, I you know I, I you know. Do you add any fat in there? Is it strictly? no? It's just strictly. Be, nice. uh, it's just strictly. And I add the only thing I do add to the uh, the uh, filet trim is um, ribeye ends, strip yeah. ends, that sort of thing. So right. it's on over uh, the why the filet burger so good is because of the, the trimmings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a high end trim. You know, it's basically our table trimmings, and that's something it would be hard to emulate for somebody at home. I mean, they'd have a hard time buying. Uh, like, you know, they it? could they could they could what they could do is they could buy two whole beef tenderloins and they could Take trim the it out themselves. Cuts. And you know, and then you know, if they have a grinder at their home, you know, they can grind it. You know, the trimmings, but. As far as uh, somebody randomly at their house doing filet burgers, it's going to be tough unless you're buying whole beef tenderloins and getting them shipped to your house, you know. But but that's where we mostly get our uh, uh, the filet burger is a seasoned filet trim and uh, house cut. So. Most people with sausage is pretty basic. I guess to both of you, what, what what's kind of your favorite ways to maybe implement it into dishes or 
just you know eat it that necessarily the the common person wouldn't just go hey that's how i have it every day well it's all a matter of what you want to do first of all i mean if we're a bunch of guys hanging out you know throwing it on the grill and drinking beer you know you want to just go with some smoked sausage you know on the grill and then whenever it gets done you know bring it out make a sausage and cheese plate um i I like to you know use maybe say for example a chicken spinach feta get like three or four shrimp and make a pasta out of it Mm. you know um you can do that ribeye sausage you can you you can do a ribeye sausage alfredo you know just basic basic product take two links of ribeye sausage you know cook it slice it up heavy cream butter noodles you're good to go we did uh rancheros the other day which was good just took the patties like your your one you have here and did it with uh made like a chili without the meat and beans made the sauce you know flash fried egg um and then you could take either you could toast tortillas or take your chips and put it underneath and layer that with the egg and then avocado cheddar cheese do that for brunch probably once a month that's a seller I get asked, I've gotten, well, the last two days when I started getting questions from different people on different things, keep getting asked about chorizo a lot. It's kind of, what's your, what's kind of your take on that? Well, chorizo is something that um, we have been getting asked a lot um, because of its popularity. Uh, There's a lot of dishes that you can do with chorizo. You can make a, you know, a a chorizo taco. You can do like that egg dish, like, um, Mm -hmm. like Jonathan was talking about. Um, There's a lot of versatile things you can do with chorizo. So our chorizo is pretty basic. Um. Uh, chorizo is uh, a heavy cumin sausage so uh, it's it's cumin is the what you're tasting um that's what makes the chorizo so we use just paprika garlic cumin black pepper you know that sort of thing just basic and but heavy on the cumin is what really makes it is there a certain what, what exactly is the protein in it? In the, uh, well, we I mean does we it use, differ? Well, you know the original uh, chorizo I mean is just whatever was left over. You know okay. that's what they, now with with us all our sausages that we make is it's kind of know, the cheap man sausage. Yeah, right? cheap man sausage yeah. for sure. It's kind of off topic food. But I'm just kind of curious. I, I I know that you know I'm just, you've been mentioned a lot. I kind of have a certain affiliation with the baseball team at Ole Miss. Um, what, what what kind of brought that on? And just plate lunches and different things or what? Um, well, what kind of brought it on was uh, I became uh, friends with Brett Huber uh, his junior year, um, and he came into LBs a lot, and him and Tanner Mathis, and then you know it grew in. And, um, so what happened was his senior year, he was he went up to Coach B. He's like, all right, look. So our senior year, you know, we want to be in charge of post-game meals. You know, I've become real good friends with Greg at LB's, you know, and we want some good stuff because obviously I think they were getting like Subway and I don't know what they were getting. So I don't know, you know, but with that being said, you know, these guys have been playing baseball, you know, and they want a a super-duper good, you know. Manly meal. Manly meal. (laughs) So whenever 45 half chickens uh, show up in the team meeting room, you know, they're like, yes, you know, so (laughs) – the way they've been playing lately, I'm getting kind of nervous. I might get fired from my job because I might, you know, they might, I might be feeding them too good, and they're kind of, you know, sleeping on the job a little bit. But Is that after every home game? We uh, we got established with them every home game. Um, I, I kid you not. I, I, I feed JB Woodman, Colby Bortles, Henry Lartigue, Cameron Deshawn, uh, pretty much three to four times a week. Um, and that much. Oh, yeah. You kind of look at them and go, hey, guys, cut, I, cut, cut off some of the protein. No, 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 absolutely What's not. their favorite sausage? 
Well, they don't come in and get sausage. They come and get that plate lunch. They oh, love the plate lunch. Right. I'll have Colby come in, and he'll look at me and be like, just fix me something, you know, because he knows That's everything cool. that we got. I told him the other day, I was like, hey, I got some of that pork loin, you know, y'all had Saturday. He's like, okay, yeah. You know, it's just not even, you know, so. But, uh, but yes, uh, I have a really good relationship with the baseball team. Uh, our commercial is, is, is one of the uh, – I, I, I tip my hat to the Ole Miss production crew. They are top-notch as far as those inspirational videos, as far as for each game. And they came in and did that LB's commercial, and I kid you not, 30 minutes. You know, they they chalked it up. And I have people, every at least one or two people every day that come into LB's, and they're like, hey, we absolutely love y'all's commercial at the baseball game. You nice. know, we wanted to check it out. Yeah, whose idea was it to do the fresh meat thing when they have a pitching change? That is fairly <laughs> clever. Uh, I would say I'm not. Uh, yes, it was me. Okay, I mean, you know, I just thought it was. I'm just, uh, uh, I just thought it was funny. You know, we were just having a conversation, just like we're having a conversation. You know, we were having drinks, and I was like, you know, it'd be funny if we sponsored the visitors' call to the bullpen and just have fresh meat flashing up on the board. You know, just fresh meat, fresh meat. Maybe some people catch on to it, like, all right, here comes the fresh meat. Awesome. You know, so. And it just it's got, funny. Yeah, it's great. It's a, like I said, it's a great commercial. It's, it's a lot helped. of jokes around sausage, you know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of ways. I mean, just like we started out the conversation, you yeah. know, this is a sausage party you probably want to come to, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> what kind of stuff are you giving them for post game meals? Um, well, let's see. Um, this um, Errol wants chicken spaghetti every day. Like that's all he wants is chicken spaghetti. So we do a lot of chicken spaghetti. We do half chickens. We do hamburger steaks and gravy. Um, regular spaghetti. Um, let's see. As far as the sides, they want mac and cheese. They want like fifty pounds of mac and, and cheese. And Ole Miss, from a Sounds from fun. a nutritional, I mean, all jokes aside, like from a nutritional standpoint, didn't give you guys any like, hey, here's kind of something that needs to be in it or any. I any did sort the, of recommendations? I did the football team uh, yeah. this summer, and that was extremely difficult yeah, because uh, they had a know, lot more rules on. <laughs> well, not necessarily. I mean, um, it's just. Uh, these these are they're football players versus baseball players. I mean, not that I'm saying that you know football player eats more than a baseball player because they're about the same. But you know, whenever you got an offensive lineman, say for example like Laramie Tunzel, that's you know six seven, you know three hundred some odd pounds, he's probably going to eat two pounds of spaghetti. You know, so with with that being, have you run out yet? I, <laughs> I try not to run out. You know, yeah. I'd never want to get that phone call from the coach that said, hey, you know, we need it some more food next time. You if know? you're doing – I'm just – I'm kind of fascinated by this. If you're doing spaghetti, let's say chicken spaghetti for a football team, how many pounds are you taking over there? Whenever we did chicken spaghetti for the football team this summer, uh, we did full pants. Mm. And – Like the big hotel tray thing. Yes, sir. Okay. The big full and, – and I end up counting out 15 of them. For 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 a hundred and twenty guys, give me an estimate on how much food that is. Roughly about twenty five pounds in a food, in a, in a in a full tray. Normally, twenty out of, pounds. Twenty pounds, pounds in a full tray. Roughly twenty pounds. I'd say on my end, if I'm doing it for Easter, I get like twenty servings out of each one, maybe thirty. On this is these guys. Yeah, they're not getting that. They're getting probably like what five to. Ten well, that's what I was one. trying to explain to Frank whenever I was going over. I was like, all right, man, how, how much spaghetti do you think they're going to eat? And he's like, I don't know, like a pound and a half or something? I was like, all right. I was like, you realize, like, if you want me to, I'll weigh out a pound and a half of spaghetti yeah. and show you what that looks like. It's you a little know. different dried but, than uh, cooked, you know. Oh, for sure. Uh -huh. So, but, uh, yeah, we had the uh, the big 
pot, big crawfish bowl pot going out there full of noodles. <laughs> really? Awesome. Crawfish, yeah. I, I end up cooking probably. What size uh, smoker do you got? I've got that Southern Pride. Oh, it's a yeah. six uh, six tray. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's a good smoker. I've never had a problem with my smoker. I like this. So that's how you would measure some of that, though, is ba- I mean, basically in pounds of food. I mean, Actually, uh, in, in portions. Per person, yeah. You know, yeah. like, uh, t- say, for example, like a um, – a man and a, and a woman wants to come in and get fillets. Well, obviously the man's probably going to want an eight to ten ounce fillet, and the woman's not going to want an eight to ten. She's Maybe probably going to want like yeah. a six. So that's how you kind of base it off. But so, um, you got to. I'm very that fortunate out. that I don't have to worry about any baseball players wanting six ounce portions. You know, You're good. so I'm pretty solid on the eight ounce to pound portion. So. But yeah, yeah, I was. Just, I didn't know if they'd like go. Hey, we need this many. You know, they need a vegetable well, here. The, the, you need this, or you don't well, need this. The chicken bacon ranch bread. is what they want. They want chicken. What'd you do with your spaghetti? You just do bread and uh, um, salad, maybe. Uh, yeah, you know they really don't like just salad. Straight, just, they really don't like salad. I mean, like I think Coach forced them to eat salad one year, and it just really didn't, didn't work out. Well. And he finally told me he's like, "All right, no more salad." <laughs> you know, so. Um, but it's uh, it's it's a good com- it's a good conversation because I can talk to them and ask them what they want and they can tell me what they want you know so I meant to ask a little earlier we, we here in front of us we've got the three different kinds of cheeses we've got some sausages that came in and then some that need to be cooked I mean is it just a matter of what the meat is as far as what should be cooked or not or how how do you differentiate that no, whenever you come in to get sausage from LB's there's two options there's a smoked sausage and there's a fresh sausage fresh sausage you're going to have to cook make sure it comes to an internal temperature of 155 to 160 degrees smoked sausages are already cooked to that 150 degree temperature so whenever you buy summer sausage smoked pork sausage chicken jalapeno andouille all those are already cooked to the t- internal temperature that you need to be cooked so you can either eat it out of the bag or put it on the grill for a little bit you know and then warm it up so those are the two options as far as on the sausage route you and i were discussing this before we uh, started the podcast today high temperature cheeses um we were talking about those with with different things that you use them with and whatnot i guess kind of explain that to me and then also what are you know some types of of that sort of cheese well high temperature cheese is a cheese that doesn't melt once once it comes to a particular temperature so when i'm smoking sausage when we smoke sausage we smoke sausage for three hours at a whole temperature of 200 degrees and 100 150 so uh, with that being said that cheese doesn't melt down at that particular temperature so um with your basic cheeses like your feathered cheddar and feathered mozzarella whenever it gets into that sausage and it gets to that 150 200 degree temperature it's going to automatically melt and disappear so the high temperature cheese is more of a presentation thing you know you can well feta is uh is is one of the is the uh, is a high temperature cheese yes Mm -hmm. sir what are what are some other ones uh cheddar you know cheddar pepper jack but we normally oh do, really yeah we you can do you get, i think you, i'm pretty sure you can get every type of hot you know yeah. uh, so with that being said we do uh we did a uh, taco bell pepper which i did our ground round high temperature pepper jack in our taco seasoning and put in a bell pepper and it was phenomenal that sounds you know? good oh yeah we had talked about a couple weeks ago that that red dragon cheese that yeah. that we had used some Jonathan. Um, it's got the L and the mustard seed in it. What would be kind of if you had that sitting here? What, what kind of sauces would you want to pair that with? Just well, personally? I haven't tasted it, so I don't know what kind of flavor profile it's got. Yeah, Evans, Evans can lock you onto that. What would you I do think, with it, Jonathan? 
I think any of these up here would be great. Honestly, it kind of it's one of those. It's drinking beer. It's got beer in it, so you're drinking beer with sausage. I yeah. think they all kind of go well. I wouldn't go with the breakfast sausage, but I think with your the ribeye one would be awesome. I think uh, chorizo. Well, we, we made a couple beer sausages too. So yeah, I, I mean, mean maybe you could do a little combo. I mean, if you're, I think all of them would go well. If you're throwing out a, just a regular sausage and cheese plate of, of some of these different types for a party or whatnot. What what beer would you want to serve with that? You know, I'm again an IPA guy, so but that's except for know. that thing you threw at me today. Yeah, you what didn't was like that? that much? That was a double IPA from Blue Pants Brewing, it, which is nine point one percent. So well, it wasn't the percentage of alcohol. Too it, was, it was that's it was the hoppiest thing. That's thing. It's called a Busted with Hops is the name of the beer. So I mean, that just tells the tale of that one. If you really really like hops, I would recommend <clears> that. It was. I mean, you know, if you're drinking, if you're sitting around just having some beer and some salt at a baseball game, I think you want to go lighter. Yeah, obviously. Well, um, I mean, if you're going, if you're in left field, right field, I mean, you know, I don't think there's a lot of sausage activity, cooking in the right field, more like you know socializing mm-hmm. and you know yeah. figuring out what if we're at a baseball game or not. But in left field, there's a lot of sausage making going on yeah. over there. There, I mean, cooking. There's uh, most of those smoked sausages are going to be ideal for for those grills because some of those grills it's hard to get your temperature right and make sure because the the main key on these fresh sausages is you got to make sure they're cooked all the way through. I think the uh, on the beer subject. I think the Wiseacre, the uh, the Pilsner from them, would be awesome with all those. And you could drink, you know, four or five and be fine, and not, you know, nine point one. You drink two or three, you're you're kind of yeah, we, where you we, need we to made be. a Sweetwater. <laughs> we made a Sweetwater brisket beer. You know, just put, just dumped off a bunch of Sweetwater off in it. You know, because of the 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 flavor profile with the beet with the brisket you yeah. know with the fat and everything so we you know that you boil that's, them in the beer sometimes do you ever do that to heat them up well we whenever we make sausages we grind everything together you know some mm. people grind it and then add your salt and pepper everything yeah. we get all our like and that's another thing is if you if you're wanting to make your sausage get all your ingredients in together put it all in a in, in your bowl first. you know and then you know it, heat it go up. go that route first you know it's it, it, it you always uh, a chef always says you know if you're making a little uh, a, um, a a gravy or anything try it you know yeah. and add to it if you you know always make a little patty for out sure of anything yeah. I blend I'll throw it on the flat top or skillet if you're at home taste it you can always add more or te- you can't really take it away but you can yeah. always taste it before you do all the work say for example when you're making an Italian sausage obviously fennel seeds and Italian sausage so you know adjust your fennel seeds out however you want it if you want it heavy fennel seed. Put a bunch of fiddles in it, mm. you know. Obviously, it's probably easy, but I'm kind of stupid at times. How, how are you making sure that sausage is cooked all the way through? Is there any rule on Me, uh, your Your favorite friend in cooking and the top chefs in the world will tell you you need this, and it's a meat thermometer. Yeah. yeah. Don't Always. guess at it. I mean, like, like you can do your fillets and temps yeah. and things, but yeah, when you get to this point, you got to get to a certain temp. Uh, yeah, and unless you're really, really good at it, and you know, and you're very familiar with the grill, and you can, you know, and you're comfortable with your situation, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you can might not use your might not use that. But with that being said, I just trust your meat at the moment. One fifty five. Yes, sir. One fifty five, and it then let lie it unless it's broken. Right? <laughs> <laughs> do you use one? Absolutely, Still? I've got about fifty of them at LBs, and they I'll are probably leave, they are probably leave one in your they are spread out, they are spread out everywhere. Yeah. I mean, so. when's the last time you used one, Jonathan? Uh, this week. Did you? Yeah. For what? We keep them. Uh, we did. Because I know the state can just do that. 
we check them in the oven, you know, before we serve them. So use we use them on our pork chops sometimes. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's in the kitchen, you know. I'm sure half of them are at some of my cooks' houses right now. They've taken they your thermometers? Coat. Oh, yeah. Well, they have a little pocket in your coat. Oh, and they're yeah. gone. Is that something that quality really matters, or does anyone pretty much work? I mean, is there a certain, you know, well, brand or two to, or type um, that you recommend? I went to that um, place. Hotel restaurant, maybe? Uh, it's a, it's actually a, a little upscale place over there in, like, the house-looking slash. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were talking about in Oxford. Yeah, yeah. in Oxford. And uh, I got a, a digital one. Tuesday and morning's got some. That are kind of the hidden little spot in their cheek. They have meat thermometers. I do the I do digital though. I mean, like, do you really? Oh yeah. I mean, why they not? have some now that'll hook it, it, your it, iPad. It, uh, oh wow, I didn't know, know that. Do we trust that? I've had buddies that have. Well, I mean, them and love we them. live off our phone, right? I mean, yeah. surely it's going to be good And it'll hook to there, and it'll give you the temp. <laughs> Say you go inside and your smoker's going. You hook that up, and it'll have an app for it. Nice. Temp. You can walk around the house. Or, well, that's just convenient, you know. Just yeah. move your phone out. Maybe curious. you should look that up. We should pull that that app up and see if it meets the thermometer app. If I not, we I'm, probably can work something out and probably can make a million dollars off of yeah, it. Yeah, we know. just told everybody. So, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. that's I'm pretty sure there's somebody at, right, as of right now like, yeah. looking that up and like, oh, uh, it's already taken. Yeah, we talked about all the different links and everything. You got a breakfast sausage sitting over here. What's uh, what's that? Oh, uh, that's just uh, I. You know, you make a little hand patty with it, put it on the grill, flatten it out. Um, breakfast sausage is um, one of those sausages when when uh, you either want to use a link or a, a ground sausage. That's ideal for a ground. You know, the, for that way you don't too, have to I take mean, it. Oh yeah, you don't have to take it out of the casing, and you know, make your patty out of it, um, and put it on a biscuit. And you're good. You uh, you do catering. You've got spaghetti. You've got burgers, plate lunches. People can come in and get their uh, their food for the night. Restaurants, do yeah, restaurants. Do pretty much. You're at Ajax, aren't you? I'm at yeah, smoke yeah. pork at Ajax. Um, here, here. And and another thing is, you can call LBs anytime and just ask us to do something yeah. for you. You know, I have some people that are like, I'm not real good with a knife. Um, I want to do fajitas. Can you cut me, you know, uh, a flank steak and into strips? Sure, you know that's what we do. You yeah. know, and that's that's one of the um, that's one of the um, things that we have that, that you can come in the LBs and talk to us about stuff like what, that. What uh, what good craft beer you got in there right now? Um, I try to every time the beer guys come in, I try and say, hey, what you got new? You know, because mm -hmm. I want the newest thing in there because I'm not a beer store. I'm more of a convenient thing, you know, like Get it I, all have, in one shop. I have guys come in at like 615 and know that we close at 630 and he's like, all right, man, you know, I'm going to get two steaks and I'll go over there and get a six pack. And you got Bell's be Brewery coming in this week. Yeah, nice. Michigan, so. Nice. But uh, I usually try to keep the most uh, um, seasonal things, uh, all the Sweetwater seasonals, all the um, – um, fat tire, you know, that sort of thing, New Belgium. Um, but I, I, I try to keep it to where you come in, like, it's a it's a good selection it's, to choose it's from. It's not across the street. You exactly. Know. You've been one of the spots I can be able to get coveting a strawberry in town, too. I did, I, I did. I, had, I, I like it a lot more than Abita. I'm not a big Abita strawberry guy, but I really like coveting. I had, um, and you know, that wasn't available when, uh, in, t in Somehow, some way, we got Something it in there. Something new comes out every week. Which every is week, great, which every is fun. week, and, and that's great. And that's the great that's thing about the craft here. beer, just... you know. 
we were just talking about the beer situation that just mm-hmm. became about about a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So we're just uh, we're still growing into it here in Mississippi, and we're and Memphis is really becoming a just an awesome beer spot. You got Memphis Made, Ghost River, Wiseacre. I mean, they're all. I think Wiseacre got top ten new brewery in the country nice. this year. So. That's awesome. So all that stuff at LB's, 662-259-2999 is the uh, phone number. It's on University Avenue on the right. If you're coming from the square, headed uh, out toward uh, toward that direction. Greg, we appreciate the time today and joining us. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming. It was awesome. Well, uh, we'll be back next week and talk to you then.